B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Blessings. Hey, Kara. Good morning. I discovered something. Drex, you've probably known this for a long time. Power washing is the number one single most satisfying thing Mm -hmm. you could ever do with your life. Yeah, it's because it's instant gratification. It was dirty, and now, now it's point four seconds later, it's the <laughs> right. cleanest thing you've ever seen. Yeah. But the whole time I was power washing, all I could wonder was one thing is, will this hurt if I spray myself with it? Oh, now, yeah. I was barefoot, and I came no. close oh, many times. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. stop, stop. You were pressure washing barefoot? Mm-mm. You idiot. Are you serious? That will slice your foot. For real. No question. If not, leave you a terrible burn and take at least three to four layers of skin off. Well, thank you. Who pressure washes with their feet? Bare feet? I don't know, Drex. I'm new to this world. That's common sense. It's like, well, the light was red and I went through it. I got hit. How do you know? I don't know. I mean, I know it takes grime off How of brick. Do you know? It's taking grime off of brick. You don't think it'll take the skin you off have of your six foot? Six layers of skin. Oh lord! So I, the only thing I could think of the entire time I'm pressure washing is I wonder if this would hurt. If you're having to wonder right. if a pressure washer would <laughs> take skin off of your body, answer this question. Does a pressure washer take paint or grime off of surfaces? But I then don't know the difference between the strength, agility, pliability of my skin versus paint. Paint is stationary. It's only one layer. I just don't know. Oh and that's goodness. why I was wondering. And by the by, <sighs> at the end, I did a little thing like because I had grime all, all over my feet and everything. Yeah. I did a little thing with the with the pressure washer where I kind of like I sprayed it at myself but but and not really close to it yeah and then I got it a little bit closer a little bit closer a little bit closer and I feel like I could have gone all the way so maybe we're talking about different nozzles oh, here but I will go under the assumption that yes it will hurt you that's a really <laughs> safe assumption dad <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Listen to that. Ron Burgundy on flute. It's Tad Drex and Kara. B98.5. We're going to play a little game of song for the scenario. Yes. So we had some big news this week. Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas welcomed their first sweet little baby girl. They named her Willa. So with that in mind, can you guys remember the moment the doctor or... Tad, in your case, the doula, handed you your newly born offspring. What song was playing in your head? All right. So, like, if you could pick the perfect song to play when you're first gazing yep. upon your baby, what song would that be for me? actually want Sam to dance, though? Or is that a metaphor for anything else in life? You, like, My mother dedicated this song at one point. You you have a hard time with this song. Right, because we haven't gotten a clear answer No, yet. because it's... <laughs> so the full lyric is, if you get... So, like, you're hoping for the best for your kid. Right. And she says, and when you get the chance to sit it out or mm-hmm. dance, I hope you dance. I hope you 
take it's a metaphor. Okay, good. That's all you need to know. Yes. Is that it's a metaphor. It, it could be dancing, but it just could be anything. All right. Okay. All right. Sorry. So drags. Yeah. What song do you yeah. choose? Oh, very simple. I'm holding my uh, sweet offspring in my hands, and the first song that pops into my head. And the nurse is like, what are you doing? Is that what you did with Avery? You just held her up high you know and what? started singing? Can I hand the first round to Drex? Because uh, I, I, I was refuse. just getting ready to I hand refuse. the first round to Drex. No, I, so, I yes. can see you winking right now, but I refuse to accept <laughs> round one. It must go to Drax. Good, all right. Well done. <laughs> all right, Dad. Here's your chance to uh, catch up a little bit. So It's not going to happen. You're looking at your newborn thinking, geez, this thing kind of looks like an alien no, and it, really absolutely nothing like me. If it looked like an alien, it would look exactly like me, but go on. <laughs> so what song is playing when you finally get that paternity test and you find out? You are not the father. <laughs> There's only one thing I can think of. Whether it fits or not, I don't care. 18 years, 18 years, and on her 18th birthday, she found out it wasn't his. Now I ain't saying she a golden. Oh, that's funny. Pretty good. Oh, that's a good one. All right, so the song that is playing in my head when I find out. Oh, get down. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Tad, the song that's playing in my head when I find out that uh, I am not the father. Thank God it's Friday night. It costs like $225,000 to raise a child to the age of 18. Can I do the honors of giving myself round what? two? I was just going to do the honors of giving you round two. It was a tie today. 18 years. 18 <laughs> birthday found out it wasn't his. 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. All right. It's time to play against Kara. Are you smarter than Kara? Five questions. You answer more right than Kara. She has to pay you 100 bucks. It's very simple. Very Sounds simple. simple. Just takes that phone call now. <laughs> like Drex says, do something with your life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 404-741-0985. Tad and Drex are keeping you up to date with everything you need to know. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 725. Got showers, thunderstorms likely today. And actually through the evening with a high only up to 87. What's going on, Kara? Well, what's going on with that big court fight between Governor Brian Kemp and Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms? Nothing, really. Yesterday, <laughs> Governor Kemp's office withdrew the motions for that emergency hearing over the city's mask mandate and the rolling back into phase one. Now, the two offices are currently in mediation to work everything out to keep the rest of us safe. And even Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms went out on Monday saying that they are close to a consensus on the mask issue. And, I mean, everybody agrees that you should be wearing a mask if you're going out in public. If you're going to be face-to-face with anybody that's not inside your household, you should wear a mask. Nobody's been refuting that. I love that the judge in the case was like, all right, hold on. Before you bring this to me, mm-hmm. why don't y'all get together, have a little discussion? I feel that, so, that way sometimes with my wife and my daughter. Because they'll start arguing and I'll have to step in and be like, all right, let's just have a little discussion before we bring this to the court. When this first started, I was joking that it was like mom and dad fighting yeah. and going, you know, for mediation. But now it's more like brother and sister mm-hmm. and mom and dad being like, listen, y'all work it out, mm-hmm. figure out a solution and bring it to me. Me. Or you'll get the wooden spoon. Exactly. Right. 
we ready for a good feeling. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Braves are back. Truist Park, home opener tonight. And the Omni Hotel over at the Battery has a really sweet view of the stadium up on the fifth floor's upper deck. And they're offering about 50 fans this cool game day package, food and beverages. You get to watch the game. So it's kind of like you're there. The closest that you'll get, super expensive. They also have some incredible suites overlooking the stadium, too. I always did wonder when I would go to Truist, whatever it was called at the time, <laughs> uh, whether or not those people in the Omni could see the game. Yeah, yeah. they I mean, can. They can. They've yeah. always been able to see the game. For it's sure. Fantastic. Of course, the, the hotel rooms at the Omni face the ballpark. That's why it was originally put there. Could you imagine if someone like messed up the drawings or the angle of the hotel? Ooh. And when it was finally built, you couldn't see like, you had one job, Mike. What oh, no, because there's that big Chick-fil-A <laughs> cow that's blocking the view. I, I, I'm telling you, I always thought they were obstructed. It doesn't make sense that the hotel would allow the guests to see the game. You're saying that that was built that way? Yeah, yeah. that was, that was built part of for that. Mm-hmm. For, for sure. people to watch but, free but baseball? There's not, there's not a ton of them. Well, and I'm sure the Braves have a piece of it, too. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Because it's part of the battery. And don't the Braves, like... Don't they own the battery or partial yeah. ownership of the battery? What I hear Tad saying is if you get one of those rooms, you're required to wear a blindfold. Yep. <laughs> That's a, no, the cow takes care of it, I'm telling you. <laughs> Our pop culture princess is ready to play. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Sponsored by Rick Hedrick Chevrolet. It's Jenna and John's Creek. Hey, Jenna. Hey, good morning. Hi. Could you please kick Kara out of the studio? Get out, Kara. See you, Jenna. Good luck. She's going to leave the room. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. We'll bring her back in, ask her the same questions. All you have to do is answer more right than Kara to win 100 bucks of her money. Okay. Question one, Dr. Fauci is blaming his poor first pitch last week on practicing on a Little League field. How many bases are on a field? Four. Number two, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are looking to restart production next week. 75% of TV stations around the country air which show first? Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? Which airs first? Jeopardy. That is a tough question, even if you've been there for yeah. it. Right. It is because Atlanta does the opposite. I'm just thinking like the jingles in my head. I'm like, okay, which jingle do you hear first? <laughs> question three. Today would have been Brad Pitt's 20th anniversary with what A-list actress? Jennifer Aniston. Number four, the marvelous Ms. Maisel picked up 24 Emmy nominations in the show. What is Midge Maisel's profession? Um, what is Ms. Comedian? Comedian. And number five, Mackenzie Scott, given $1.7 billion of a divorce settlement to charity. She's recently divorced from the richest man in the world. Who's that? Mackenzie Scott. That I don't know. I mean, $1.7 billion. Just name a I rich know. guy. I don't, I don't Just name know. a rich guy. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. All right. All right. We're going to bring okay. Kara back in. Jenna and Jonathan's okay. Creek, you got four right. Four is the number. You called it Jonathan's Creek. Oh, that's his full oh, name, that's yeah. appropriate. Kara, same questions. Number okay. one, Dr. Fauci's blaming his poor first pitch last week on practicing on a Little League field. There must be less distance between the plate and the mound. Well, there was a plate like halfway up to first base on a Little League field because that's where he threw it. <laughs> How many bases are on a field? 
There's four bases. Yeah, not a trick question. Home plate is considered a base. That's what Jenna said, one to one. Number two, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are looking to restart production next week. 75% of TV stations around the country air which show first? Jeopardy? That's the right answer, unless you're in Atlanta and NBC, they they air Wheel of Fortune first. Uh, so Jenna said two to two. Number three, today would have been Brad Pitt's 20th anniversary with what A-list actress? Oh, Jennifer Aniston. That's what Jenna said, three to three. Thank goodness. It's one of those few times where I'm glad it's Jennifer Aniston, not Angelina Jolie, because if they were married 20 years, <laughs> I'd be like, oh. oh. But probably not close, <laughs> not far behind. Mm. Number four, Marvelous Ms. Maisel picked up 24 Emmy nominations. In the show, what is Midge Maisel's profession? Uh, she's a comedian, and she works at the makeup counter at the... Uh, um department store. Yeah, give it to you both. You're too smart, Karen. All right, four to four. That's what Jenna said. (laughs) Number five, Mackenzie Scott gave $1.7 billion of her divorce settlement to charity. She's recently divorced from the richest man in the world. Who's that? Oh, richest man in the world is Jeff Bezos. From Amazon is the correct answer. All right, final score. Great game today. Five to four. Jenna and Johns Creek, are you smarter than Kara? I'm not. (laughs) 829 wins and just 30 losses, Kara. Sorry, Jenna. It's all good. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now good morning. Thanks for listening. I'm Tad. Drex is here. Hey, good morning. So is Kara. Good morning. All present. Now, let me ask you this. I need some help on this one. Okay. If you're in a bubble, right, for the virus, and the people that were in your bubble or some people that are in your bubble caught colds, don't you think they should be kicked out of the bubble? So my wife, Jessica, and our five-year-old, Sam, they hang out with another mom and her son, all fine. Mm-hmm. But then that family caught colds, and they gave their colds to us. Mm. And I was like, hang on a second. I thought nothing of it for a minute. But then I was like, hang on. If you can't be trusted to avoid the common cold, how is coronavirus any different? Like, it's probably more contagious. Oh, I don't know. Tad, I know we've got your wife, Jessica, on the phone. Jessica, what do you think about all that? I think it's ridiculous. There are so many other germs going around in the world. While you may be in your own little bubble group, you don't live in an actual bubble. They felt sick. They all went and got COVID tested and came out negative. So it was confirmed that they just had colds. And that's when we saw them and had a few sniffles for a couple days. And now we're fine. And our immune systems are better for it. So isn't the point of a bubble, though, is to keep from getting sick, to keep from doing those behaviors that would expose you to getting strep from someone or a cold from someone or whatever? You can do everything that you can do, but you're not going to avoid everything for your whole life. I think that's a ridiculous assumption. Point is, if you are social distancing, if you're washing your hands, if you're doing all that stuff, you shouldn't catch anything. The point of a bubble is a group of friends and a group of people that you trust. And if they became exposed or they felt sick or anything happened because some things sometimes do happen, they are honest and open with you. They told me immediately, oh, we're not feeling very well. A few days in, oh, we're going to get the COVID test just because we just want to make sure. Okay, I came back negative. Nobody was hanging out. They did not expose themselves to anybody else until they were confirmed that they were negative. And that is the trust and that is the bubble. Everything sounds lovely except for the fact that you go two days without symptoms. So unless they're getting tested every day, we have all these protocols at work. I'm saying, why are we 
with bubbles at all if we're going to be hanging out with a family that's catching a cold. I can't control Drex and Kara. I don't know what those two nasties are up to. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have like a uh, like a, an exit bubble strategy then? I mean, there's not really an exit bubble strategy. It is a family that I, you know, and, and our son will hang out with occasionally during the week. For, it, Tad's not, Tad doesn't go there. Tad doesn't right, have but, to go there, though. You yeah, guys go there, right, and you him. guys could get exposed and bring it home to him. I mean, that's been my fear from this whole time because I'm healthy, I'm young, I'm fine, but my parents are old and they're in bad health, and if I catch anything and take it home to them, that's on me and my conscience. Yeah, you know, if if you've been listening to this here over the last couple of minutes, so I'm in a tough spot because my wife and I don't see eye to eye on whether or not we should remain in this bubble with a family that all got colds. These are lovely people. I like hanging out with them. They're fine. There's nothing against them at all. Right. The fact that they were so cavalier and so reckless as to catch a cold, if they had been washing their hands, social distancing, and wearing masks... You can um, still catch a cold, I and mean, you can she, still have allergies. That's but, still a real thing right now. You can catch a cold. You can catch the Rona. And that's why I think we should politely step out of that bubble until things change. Politely pop your bubble. <laughs> so, Tad, this other family, they caught a cold, and then... You guys, your wife, Jessica, and son, Sam, and then you guys got a little sniffle cold as well, everybody, right? Everybody got a cold. Uh, well, they got a very, you know, light symptoms. Mm-hmm. I got a man cold. I was right. sick as a dog. Um, my question to you would be, what happens if you would have got given that cold to Kara or and I? Would we have to react the way you're reacting? reacting? Would we have to say, how could you get a cold? How dare you? Mm-hmm. You gave us cold. Now you're out of our bubble. So I'm trying to put you in the position oh, of this other yeah. family. If you guys want to kick me out of this bubble, I'll be all too happy. I'll call in from home. Right? That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's exactly, I mean, okay. that's true. That's a do, That's a good way of looking at it. So where do we go from there? So my thought yeah. is then, do you? would you just remove yourself from our bubble? Like, should, should the family who ended up getting sick, maybe being reckless, take is responsibility, it, is it responsibility and they to, bow out instead of you having to be the one being the one to kick them out? Don't oh, they should say, they have stepped aside? Sick. Should they have we're per- gonna, been like, we're not going to We're calling bubble. it out for They a while. claim to have caught this cold and then thought it was, and they were doing this all from their home. They don't have to go to work. I know they're working mm-hmm. from home. And, and I think some of it, too, uh, boils down to you're afraid of this coronavirus. I like, think mm-hmm. a lot of people are afraid of this coronavirus, sure. correct? Yeah. And you have a fear of it because... Of dying. Of dying. <laughs> or being really well, sick. Trust yeah. me, I talked to a lot of people. My therapist was telling us, I don't know if she told you this, Chantel, she comes on our show. But, like, people that she knows that were, were just, were like, ah, this is nothing or whatever. Right. Young people, healthy, all of this stuff in their 30s, all the, the perfect, mm-hmm. you know, health and everything. Were thought nothing of it until they got it, and now they're like right. scared to scared death to they're going to get yeah. it again. I hear those stories, and I go, yeah, let's try to avoid it altogether from the get-go. Let's not take chances by hanging out with people who are catching colds. Is there a way to think a little bit on, on a, a more rational side to where you know, I did the math earlier today. I looked at the uh, the Georgia cases versus the Georgia deaths and uh, people between the ages of 18 and 49, the mortality rate when you do the math is like .005. So you have a good chance of catching it and not dying. Does that help you at all in the situation? 
people who have had, I mean, it depends. Everybody's got different symptoms. You don't know. Right. But people. But who if you're playing had, the averages. If you're playing the averages, I've heard f- stories of people who have had it and wish they had died versus <laughs> yeah. having to go through it all. So I just would rather avoid it. Okay. But I just, I, you know, if you're in that situation, I would like to know just like how to talk about it and how to agree because I can't control my wife I, and I would never want to be like, right. you can't hang out with those people. So I just, I feel for anybody who is in a situation right now where they feel like, they don't agree. Like, we've got enough stressors mm-hmm. to not have that. I feel like if our DOT signs are telling us if you don't feel well, stay home, then people should know even if it's a cold, if you don't feel well, stay home and don't be around other people. Right. Yeah. Falls back on that family tag. Mm-hmm. It really does. So shall I step aside now? Maybe because I feel I've gotten over that cold, but you never know. Jessica's hanging out with these people. When did well, this, I mean, I'm a risk. She's the boss anyways. You when, might as well just. <laughs> when did this cold happen? Were we around? I wish yeah, I had known about this. I'm sure we were. On vacation, Kara should have felt a scratch in her throat. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 825, got the showers, the thunderstorms likely today, and actually through the evening. High only up to 87. What's going on, Kara? Can you believe that some kids are going back to in-class instruction in school as early as Monday? Monday. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? What could possibly go wrong? So Pinewood Academy incoming is a private pre-K to 12 school, and they decided to stick with face-to-face instruction. They've actually seen a huge increase in new families wanting to get their kids back into a traditional classroom. Oh, you think? Yeah, well, Charlene (laughs) Dougal is the school's headmaster, and back in May, she put together a task force of her own for the school with teachers and doctors and infectious disease experts to start working on plans to make all of this start happening safely, including working with a company out in Alpharetta to do a specialty contact tracing technology app for just the school and their students. Now, she told Channel 2 Action News they're not thinking that they will never see a COVID case, but this is all why they're trying to be ready for pretty much everything. It helps us make smart decisions. It helps keep our kids in school it helps show the Department of Health that we're being responsible, we are um, reacting properly, and we have protocols to handle it. Who, who are they expecting to do contact tracing with? Elementary school and high school age yeah, kids? If the kids get sick, aren't feeling well, they go to the school nurse. The school nurse takes in all the information, sends the kids home. Then they go into this specialty contact tracing technology that they've got and mm-hmm. let those people know. There are many times in my life, especially during the high school years, that if anybody were to ask me where I was, I would not be truthful about that. Well, especially imagine asking a first grader, like, who you been hanging out with? Well, William and Jacob, and I think Well, Austin. they may not know, but right. their parents should know. There might be a few imaginary friends mixed right. in there. Oh, Pebbles? my goodness. <laughs> Let's get a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Looks like we got a new friend at Zoo Atlanta. Her name is Bramble, and she's a one-year-old Binturong from the Water Williams Park Zoo in Providence, Rhode Island. Now, they're actually called Bearcats. And the weird thing about Bearcats is they're not really a bear or a cat, and they (laughs) smell like buttered popcorn. What? What? Yeah. It's it's so bizarre. Yeah. What what does this animal 
kind of look like? It looks like a bear cat. It looks like a cross between a bear and a a big cat, but it's neither. So what is its estimated pound? I don't know. I would have to investigate that. What are you wondering if you could take one? Yeah. Curious, oh, like no, if it came down you to can take cat. one. Yeah. They're actually kind of an endangered species. So Bramble is going to be joining Baloo in the complex carnivore zone soon. And we'll all be able to go check them out. But, of course, the big hope is that these two will eventually have babies and help keep the species alive. A guarantee, Drex, were you to take on a bear cat, yeah. you would get close to the bear cat. It doesn't matter if it was two pounds. You get close to the bear cat, you go... <laughs> Is that popcorn? Mm. Yeah. Well, and then they would just take you down. Well, no, they would have self-confidence issues about them. They'd be like, quit picking on me. <laughs> then I attack. I smell like Orville Redenbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad and Drex show. And uh, Kara's been yelling at babies. I have. <laughs> I had to yell at a stranger's baby. <laughs> and I really think I should have gotten a thank you from this parent. But I didn't. Instead, for the rest of the day, I got the evil eye. So I was hanging at the pool, and the best 10 minutes out of every hour at my pool. <laughs> and don't swim! Oh, yeah. Okay, so the lifeguard blows his whistle, leaves his post. That means the kids evacuate from the pool. It, it's Adult swim is the worst thing ever. No, adult swim is the greatest thing no. ever. So go on about so, you yelling at a kid. I'm floating and I've got two hot dads that I'm looking at across the pool <laughs> oh. that are in full on gossip mode, like not paying attention to anything. And then in the deep end, I see this little boy quietly slip right in. Nobody's around, no lifeguard, nobody's looking, parents aren't paying attention. I see this kid with his little floaties on, and at first I try and be quiet about it. And I'm like, you, get out. It's adult swim. You're not concerned with his safety. I am concerned with his safety. His dad obviously wasn't paying attention to him. And those little water wings, he could have done anything and gotten stuck with his face down in the water. It's dangerous. It's the deep end. We have lifeguards there for a reason. It's adult swim for a reason. Were you yelling at the kid because he was in a dangerous situation and might All hurt himself? Or no? You was Which was the... We gotta All know. of the above. And I wasn't no. yelling at first. It was just like hand gestures. Like, I know you're looking at me. You can see me. I see you. You aren't supposed to be in the pool right now. It's Adult Swim. Get out. Chris in Ackworth is on the phone. Has a question for you, Kara. Alright, can I ask this? Is, is she a mom? Does she have children? I don't have children of my own, but I'm a godmother. So I've okay, have okay, been raising well, other people's children for a long time. So in the sense of this, you don't technically have a dog in this fight. I think if you were that concerned about a child, you would have got the child out of the pool yourself. I tried to. I, that's why I said get out of the pool. No, you're instructed that if there was a safety I'm issue. to touch a stranger's child? No, I'm supposed to. No, if, no, if it's a you safety. have to do that? I'm saying if it was that much of a concern and a danger, you physically would have got that child out of that physical danger. You said it's adult swim. He had his floaties on. He's in no harm. Those floaties, he ain't going underwater with those floaties, especially if he's three years old. I love oh, no. this. You hear you're about absolutely right. all the time with those floaties, man. <laughs> no, no, no. You were concerned. Listen to how concerned you are about maintaining your 
you're a precious adult swim that overrides everything. Yeah, because when right. I was a kid, we would get banned from the pool. If you got in the pool during adult swim, you were out for a week. You could not come back. They, I, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I'm 31. They never had adult swim when I was a child, so this is a brand new thing to me. At the same time, this kid in town had flotation devices on. Yeah. This is not There's about no safety. Harm. There's no harm. It's like the same thing. You're wearing a life jacket. He would. He's totally years fine. But at the same time, like I'm saying, swim, if he was in that much danger, you would have got him out the pool. You physically would have been like, hey, yes. this kid was in the pool. He was in danger. Watch this out. Was closer to him than I was. Why do I have to? Keep your nose out of it next time. <laughs> Apologize to the parents. I am you not. deserve the stink I will eye. not. I think you totally went overboard with that one because if there was any danger, you would have got the child out of there. I'm not going to ask Kara if she's going to apologize to these parents because I know the answer. I'm not. I'm so surprised. Mr. Rule Follower, Mr. You don't like anybody breaking the rules. No, I don't like it when people break rules that are good rules that make sense. The adult swim rule does not make any sense. And having some Karen running around the pool deck yelling at kids. (sighs) Ted only wants people to follow his rules. His rules. Mm-hmm. No rules that I agree with. It's <laughs> the same thing. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.